Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Thursday, February 2nd, in the year of our Lord, 2023. It's Groundhog Day. Um, I don't know if the groundhog saw a shadow or not, but happy Groundhog Day. And here in South Carolina, it's spring. Um, it, we've got daffodils that have bloomed out yesterday. I had some that had sprung up in the driveway where we had poured our, um, we have a gravel driveway and we poured it and I probably dug up 50 bulbs of daffodils. Now they weren't in 50 different places, but they were probably in about eight, seven or eight different places and I separated them. So I've got a big bed full of daffodils going. Um, but today's going to be a short session. I'm a little late today. I'm sorry about that. For those of you who are here at 11, and it's now 11.30, so I'm sorry about that. I had to take some NyQuil last night. My head has been really bothering me. Um, the inflammation, the rain, just everything. I, I've still been fighting off whatever... This is um, that I've been battling, pretty much battling my body uh, with lupus, like I've told some others. Lupus, it's kind of like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And that's what a lot of people with chronic illness um, do go through. And so today we're going to start into Isaiah um, 4. We left off on Isaiah 3 last week. We finished, or not last week, but on Tuesday. So today we'll start with Isaiah 4. I'm reading out of the NASB 1977 edition, if you'd like to read along. For seven women will take hold of one man in that day, saying, We will eat our own bread and wear our own clothes. Only let us be called by your name. Take away our reproach. In that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth will be the prying and the adornment of the survivors of Israel. And it will come about that he who is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy. Everyone who is recorded for life in Jerusalem. When the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purged the bloodshed of Jerusalem from her mist by the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning, then the Lord will create over the whole area of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud by day, even smoke, and the brightness of a flaming fire by night, for over all the glory will be a canopy. And there will be a shelter to give shade from the heat by day, and a refuge to, and protection from the storm and the rain. Isaiah 5, Parable of the Vineyard let me sing now for my well-beloved a song of my beloved concerning his vineyard. My well-beloved had a vineyard on, fertile, on a fertile hill, and he dug it all around, removed its stones, and planted it with the choicest vine. And he built a tower in the middle of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. Then he expected it to produce good grapes, but it produced only worthless ones. And now, O inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? 
Why, when I expected it to produce good grapes, did it produce worthless ones? So now let me tell you what I'm going to do by vineyard to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge and it will be consumed. I will break down its wall and it will become trampled ground. And I will lay it waste. It will not be pruned or hoed, but briars and thorns will come up. I will also charge the clouds to rain no rain on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel and the men of Judah, his delightful plant. Thus he looked for justice, but behold, bloodshed for righteousness, but behold, a cry of distress. Woe to those who add house to house and join field to field until there is no more room so that you have to live alone in the midst of the land. In my ears, the Lord of hosts has sworn, surely many houses shall become desolate, even great and fine ones without occupants. For ten acres of vineyard will yield only one bath of wine, and a homer of seed will yield but an ephah of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning that they may pursue strong drink, who stay up late in the evening that wine inflame them. And their banquets are accompanied by lyre, by lyre and harp, by tambourine and flute and by wine, but they do not pay attention to the deeds of the Lord, nor do they consider the work of his hands. Therefore, my people go into exile for their lack of knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitude is parched with thirst. Therefore, Sheol has enlarged its throat and opened its mouth without measure. Sheol, if you'll recall, is the um, it's a place of hell. It's hell. There's no no uh, light there because God's not there. That's it's hell. It's complete darkness. And Jerusalem's splendor, her multitude, her den of revelry, and the jubilant within her descend into it. So the common man will be humbled and the man of importance abased. The eyes of the proud also will be abased, but the Lord of hosts will be exalted in judgment. And the holy God will show himself holy in righteousness. Then the lambs will graze as in their pasture and strangers will eat in the waste places of the wealthy. Woe to those who drag inequity with the cords of falsehood and sin as if with cart ropes. Who say, let him make speed, let him hasten his work that we may see it. And let the purpose of the Holy One of Israel draw near and come to pass that we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes in drinking wine and valiant men in mixing strong drink who justify the wicked for a bribe and take away the rights of the ones who are in the right. Therefore, as a tongue of fire consumes stubble, a dry glass grass collapses into the flame. So their root will become like rot and their blossom blow away as dust for they have rejected the law of the Lord of the host and despise the word of the Holy one of Israel.
On this account, the anger of the Lord has burned against his people. And he has stretched out his hand against them and struck them down. And the mountains quaked. And their corpses lay like refuse in the middle of the streets. For all this, his anger is not spent, but his hand is still stretched out. He will also lift up a standard to the distant nation and will whistle for it from the ends of the earth. And behold, it will come with speed swiftly. No one in its weary or no one in it is weary or stumbles. None slumbers or sleeps. Nor is the belt at its waist undone, nor its sandal strap broken. Its arrows are sharp, and its and all its bows are bent. The hoofs of, it, of its horses seem like flint, and its chariot wheels like a whirlwind. It's roaring like a lioness, and it roars like young lions. It growls as it seizes the prey. And carries it off with no one to deliver it. And it shall growl over it in that day like the roaring of the sea. If one looks to the land, behold, there is darkness and distress. Even the light is darkened by its clouds. Isaiah 6. This is Isaiah's vision. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with the train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. Seraphim and cherubim are different. Seraphim, seraphim I remember it with the six legs. Because seraphim starts with an S and six. And then the cherubim, chair, you think about four legs. They have four faces. And one called out to another and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory and the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voices voice of him who called out while the temple was filling with smoke. Then I said, woe is me, for I am ruined because I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the king, the Lord of hosts. Then the one of this, then one of the seraphim flew to me. With a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from the altar with tongs. Um, Laura, I see you're just joining. So I was just saying about the seraphim and the cherubim. A good way, a good way to remember those because I always mix them up. Seraphim starts with an S. The word six starts with an S or the number six starts with a little letter S. Um, and they have six legs. Oh, so no Podbean notice. Yeah, Podbean has been all messed up. I sent in a tech support um, request from where it was messing up before, and they tried to say it was my internet connection, which, I mean, I, granted, it might have been, but it was the same place on the same internet that I always use. So I guess our cell phones are getting worse connection 
And that's, according to Podbean, what's going on. I know Conley's had some issues, and Punky on the Casting Lots had issues. I've had issues. I'm sorry you didn't get a Podbean notice, but, yeah, the Cherubim, the thing about Cher, Cher has four legs, and they have the, the four wings and the four faces, and so that's how I kind of keep those apart on the Cherubim and the Seraphim, because those I get confused. And we're in Isaiah, um, Isaiah 6 right this second, but I'm about to go to 7. I was late this morning. I had to take NyQuil last night to uh, try to ease off my head some and get all of this funk going. I know NyQuil's not good for me, but then again, neither are chicken and a biscuit crackers. And I figure if I pray and I bless my food, that it won't do me harm because Father God's not going to let anything do us harm. And that's what I did over the medicine. I prayed over the medicine before I took it last night. Because <laughs> I was like, I was at my wit's end. I've done the antibiotics. I have not done the chlorine dioxide yet because I'm kind of scared. It smells like bleach. It is kind of like bleach. And so I haven't done that yet. But the win- I've got the wintertime blues for sure. They don't. If the sun's out, I feel better. But anyhow, I'm here. I made it. I was just 30 minutes late. So... You're not really that late. Everybody that got in late, I didn't start till 1130. So y'all are good. It's a short one today. I just, I overslept. I didn't want to miss it. Good morning, Emily. Oh, thanks, Laura. Um, Have you done, I hate to like take up the rest of the church time, but have you done the chlorine dioxide? Awesome. Okay. I had a member that sent it to me. And it was very nice of them. Um, and I was at the time I was having the issues, you know, with my kidneys and just feeling so awful and hurting. So I was like, I'm just going to wait and try to do one thing at a time instead of overloading my body like I was doing. Um, so that's my next step. And I've got a bottle, um, a little small brown bottle, probably a, I don't know, maybe a 500 milliliter bottle. Yeah, I'm going to have to give you a call on that because I've got instructions, but it's just, oh, it seems weird. Ain't going to lie, it seems weird. Okay, let's see. Where were we? Okay, Isaiah 6, 7. And he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is forgiven. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people, Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim. Lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? And he answered, until cities are devastated and without inhabitant, houses are without people, and the land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away. And the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. Yet there will be a tenth portion in it, 
and it will again be subject to burning. Like a terebinth or an oak whose stump remains when it is felled, the holy seed at its stump. I don't know if I'm going to have time to get to seven. I do have a note here. Um, from the parable of the vineyard, um, from one to seven, that song. That's the famous song of the vineyard formed the backdrop against which Jesus said his parable of the wicked tenants in Matthew 21, 33 to 41 and Mark 12, 1 through 9. And then on Isaiah 6, 1 through 13, that we're reading about his vision. It's the classic prophetic call account in the Old Testament. It occurred in 740 B.C., the year in which King Uzziah died. Isaiah was in the temple, and it was permitted to see the Lord in some unspecified manner. But the experience struck fear into him because of the impurity of his own sins and those of the people. He was cleansed by a seraphim, an awesome creature with six wings and a burning appearance. To the Lord's request for someone to go on a mission for him, Isaiah issued one of the most famous statements in the prophets. Here I am, send me. God's mission was to a people who would not listen and was to continue until a great desolation had occurred. Yet Isaiah faithfully executed his charge for 40 to 50 years. Later, Jesus used Isaiah 6, 9 through 9 and 10 to explain his use of the parable as a teaching technique in, technique in Matthew 13, 14 and 15 and Mark 4 through 12, 4, 12 and Luke 8, 10. As John was summing up Jesus' Jesus's ministry before the last week of his life, he cited Isaiah 6, 10 to explain why so few Jews had responded to Jesus' message in John 12, 40. In Acts 28, 26, and 27, Paul used the verses to give the reason why he redirected his ministry from the Jews to the Gentiles. The point of all this was that the Jews as a whole in the first century A.D. were no different from the unresponsive nation which Isaiah had addressed in the 8th century B.C. On Tuesday, we will start Isaiah 7. Tuesday at 11 a.m. on Sister on Scripture, same place, same time, hopefully not late. Um, and again, I, does anybody know if the groundhog saw a shadow? Yeah, 11-ish. He did see a shadow, so that means six more weeks of winter, right? Now, was that Puxatawney Field, or was that um, General Beauregard down in Georgia? As a Georgia peach, we grew up with groundhogs and the Groundhog Day because we had the General Beauregard. Okay, so Phil. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got I love my groundhogs. Although, um, you know, we haven't Christmas we had that very cold, cold snap. If y'all got prayer requests, go ahead and uh go ahead and put them down in the chat. And I'm gonna chat for a second. Um here in South Carolina, and I know many people except for Texas, um, Texas, y'all, y'all please keep them in your prayers and your thoughts because God bless them. Every two years seems like they, they get an ice storm. Uh, we know it's hard, but anyway, um, so I was sitting there and I have, I, I said at the beginning, but I'm going to tell y'all now that y'all are here. It's, um, I had daffodils that have bloomed. Like they bloomed yesterday. What the chickens didn't eat. I got a picture. I'm not post a picture, but the chickens decided to eat on them. They're months early, which thankfully, you know, we are now in February as of yes, yesterday and they bloomed out yesterday, but they've been up all of January. And I was talking to my husband last night. I was like, Jack, um, it's really warm here, you know, considering like it was 60s. And here we are, 1st of February. You know, normally we've already seen one snow. We've got no snow. And uh, we've got a lot of rain. I think it feels like we, we have Oregon's weather, it seems like. Um, but everywhere, the weather is so weird. Like the month of January, I was listening to Ryan Hall, y'all, extra on YouTube last night. Or yesterday. And uh, trying to figure out what all was going on. Because I was so behind. I didn't watch the news. I didn't know what was going on. I saw this in Texas. And I'm like, okay. Whatever Texas gets, you know. I'm thankful and blessed by my friends in Texas. Because you guys really helped me out with my weather. Y'all are like my weather forecasters. If y'all get rain there, then I know I'm going to be getting rain in two days. So I went to look. And. I was checking to get out, and I was like, man, that's a lot of ice, you know. Um, being from here where we get ice, we get ice more than we get snow. And I was sitting there looking, and I was like, man, you know, the government really does try to pull every single penny they can out of us. Because now, I mean, it should be a, a, a declared a disaster because people are going to need help. But if you think about this, they didn't get out there and prep the roads ahead of time. Now, people, you, you northerner people, you Michiganders, you know, our Illinoisans know. They get out, well, I'm assuming they do like they do here and get the trucks out whenever they start calling for stuff like that. They get the trucks out, you know, ahead of time on the road to get on top of it. Because with ice, especially, once that ice is on that road, you're not. There's no amount of brine or salt or sand or nothing that's going to do anything with that ice. It's it's ice. And so, you know, they, they keep getting more money by not doing these preparations in advance because they get federal funding when they declare a disaster. And you look at all, you know, all these states like California with the wildfires, they... We, we set fires, intentional fires here. We don't have the wildfires like they do unless somebody's going out setting them being arsonists. California is every year is getting wildfires. And 
if they did control burns like we do, I would think they wouldn't get those. Now, that's just me. I've never been to California, so I'm assuming here. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. But I don't think so. All right, so we got some prayer requests, guys. And I've rambled on enough about the the weather and the government. Tonight, I am trying my best to be on tonight. Tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, Data the Brines. Yeah, see, that's what we do here is the Brines. Ja, ja, hey, hey, sweetness. I was late this morning, but it's got, we've got an episode if I've been to let it upload. Um, like I said, tonight I was thinking about, and this is what I had for, uh, Monday night was transgender agenda. Um, there's some more stuff out in the news that's happened. Another, uh, there's been a law enforcement officer that was fired over a social media post. So I'm debating on that, guys. I hope the appointment went well. Um, that, and I've been thinking about like an open call in, um, kind of like Delilah style, like with a Q&A. Um, not that I'm anyone special or nothing, but. One of my, I think one of my gifts, I'm still figuring out what God gifts are to me, is being able to help people. That's why I went into medicine and went into nursing. And I don't know, it was something that had come up the other day. I was listening to um, Skynes on one of his episodes, and he was talking about Delilah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember Delilah. Wow, Delilah. Um, and they did the call in. I don't know how well that would work on here, you know, because a lot of people want to be anonymous or whatever, but. I also thought about doing an open call-in. <laughs> I like your little comment, Laura. Yeah, be careful what you ask. Well, I just, yeah, yeah, that, and that's why I haven't, like, done it, but I thought about it, you know, and I like, I love being able to help people, like, give advice. And, you know, those that can't do teach. I'm horrible at listening to my own advice, but I think I give good advice. And it's something different that we don't have, and a lot of people have a lot of questions. I don't have a lot of answers on a lot of stuff, but I got some answers. And I thought maybe, you know, that'd be something. I don't know. I've just been praying and pondering. And this has been something, this podcast is something that was inspired by God and that I felt like he put on my heart to do. So I was just trying to follow him and give you guys something that's that's worthwhile you know, for your time and, and for being here. And so we'll see um, if anybody has any comments on that or whatever that y'all could drop them in knickknacks or any suggestions or whatever. Just let me know. Good morning, Jeff. You're late. One detention slip for you, sir. We'll have to let Laura get you. I'll let Laura take care of my detention nurse. All right, guys. Um, Jeff, we we did um, Isaiah. Yeah, my bad, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> we all get pink slips today because I was late, too. I uh, I didn't start until 1130. I, I took NyQuil last night, and I, I know, brother. That's what woke me up. Thank you for texting me. I was, I was out. I was so out, brother. 
that NyQuil, I don't do medicine well. Uh, medicine really, I'm very sensitive to medicines. And so I took two NyQuil liquid gels, trying to knock all this stuff out and, and feel better. And I tell you, I did wake up feeling a little bit better, but why? It is a, well, obviously it was for me. I was snoozing. It's so good to see all of my beautiful friends and family in here. So I'm supposed to be doing prayer now. But I've missed you guys so much that I just want to chat with you. And I guess I'll pray. Because soon y'all are going to have barking puppers. They're being good right now because they were bad last night. Mama didn't get up to take them out. So you know what dogs do? When you don't take them out, they pee in the floor. And mine did. That was my fault. Oh. Oh, so tonight. Um, I think it's the chicken and dumpling night. I found, uh, I don't know why, Little Red, you... Your your laugh emoji at that just made me think about that. But last night I was watching Cowboy Kent Rollins, and uh, he was he was making some uh, chicken and dumplings. And the way he did his oh my goodness, Charlotte, good morning, darling. I, well, good afternoon. Now it's afternoon. Yes, I'm trying to, Jeff. As long as everything goes well. Yes, I'm doing the show tonight um, at 7, and we're going to have chicken and dumplings. We're going to try to do the um, Cowboy Kent Rollins chicken and dumpling style. He uses sweet cream in his, and I ain't never used sweet cream in mine. So I was like, ooh, I bet that is yummy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking about I'm thinking about doing those if I can get to the store and get some of the sweet cream and that's why I told my husband that's why I need a cow because then I can just go right out there and get my cow, milk my cow and have my sweet cream and I can make the chicken and dumplings right then because we have chickens out here. I mean, if 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 everything comes down to it, you know, you're out of luck. I mean, I got chickens. I mean, chicken and dumplings, that was like the poor man's dessert, you're right? You know, that was like the poor man's steak. That's what word I was looking for, like chicken and dumplings. Because you could do it if you run out of chickens out there. Well, you go get rabbit. You go get squirrel. I mean, though I've not had rabbit or squirrel dumplings. And I'd rather not. But, you know, you do what you got to do. And it's probably better for you than the stuff you got at the grocery store. See, that is why I need a cow. And then my husband would have fresh cream for coffee. You know, I love to smell a coffee, but I'm going to let you guys know a secret. Okay. I am not a coffee drinker. I'm a coffee sniffer. I do like coffee um, if it's very, very sweet. But I like to smell the coffee. It wakes me up. I don't know. I think it's because as a child, my grandmother, every morning I'd wake up, I would always... um Smell the coffee in the morning, and that that's my wake up. So I go down the coffee aisle and I'll sniff it. 
What's wrong with coffee sniffing? Oh, Ryan, you're doing, uh, okay. So let me tell you a secret about, about your chickens, the meat chickens. Have you ever done meat chickens? Meat chickens are easy. They really are. But you have got to lay the feed to them constantly. They need nonstop feed. And you do not want them to go past those eight weeks. You get to eight weeks, that's it. I don't care what size they are. Go ahead and butcher them because they'll get tough after that. Um, the cleaning process is super duper easy. As, yeah, high protein. Um, they get a different feed. They have a meat meat bird starter food and then they have a meat bird finisher food the finisher food you'll use the last um probably the last four weeks and then do the like two to four weeks and then do the other for the first four weeks um how many are you looking at doing I know here you can get them and um, you have to order like 25 at a time. I did um, 50. I did two sets of 25 is what I did. Um, I did 25 on my first order and then let it get the way that they did the ordering is um, she was able to space it for me. So I had my first 25 and then like three weeks later, I got the second 20. Oh goodness. Okay. 60 to a hundred is not a bad number. I would go down on the lower end and don't depend on the neighbors unless they have given you money. If they've given you money on them, then yes, it's really, it, it really isn't that bad until it comes time to kill day. That's where it gets that bad. And that's why you don't want so many all at once. Because when you get to kill day, whoo, it's not bad, though. And I've got a, I think I've got a video, um, Ryan, on that. If not, I know April Lulu has. Because I've seen her do some as well. But um, it's really, e they're really easy. And I have an easy way. Um, if you don't. Okay, so, like, if you want to do skinless um, chicken, like, if you want to do the skinless breast, or even, I think you could do it still with the skin on, but it's a little bit trickier, to where you can do the whole carcass um, without having to, like, you just kind of, it's hard to describe. I'll have to call, um, have Angie call me, and... Love you, Jeff. Be careful, brother. Have Angie call me um, later, or you can call me later, and I can go over it. Charlotte, somebody said something about how um, okay, so then you know um, there was an easy back of the truck way that I saw on YouTube that I'll send you the video of. And it actually works. It's super duper fast. And I mean, you can, if, if you're not wanting to save all the stuff, which it's very wasteful, but it's very fast. So it depends on, there's a trade-off. Um, yes, Charlotte. So the chicken feed, um, tractor supply. I'm sure most people had seen that, uh, right up on tractor supply and do more. Um, 
And I saw somebody had put in there uh, in the garden room, I think it was, on Telegram, that um, there were two ingredients they removed out of the feed. Yes, that's what I don't like is the feathers, man, the feathers. But that and the scalding water, like do you dunk them in the scalding water? I'm sure you probably do. Like once you scald them, they become easier to get off, but they get everywhere. I do use it though. Um, I put the all of that. Well, not all of that. I put the feathers and stuff into uh, the um, oh my goodness, compost. Hey, 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 T. What you doing, babe? Do they do the barrels? Is that the... So we do... I order by the barrel. Well, I don't order all the time by the barrel. I try to. Um, to order by the barrel. And... So what I did with mine, like the big barrel, if I buy the barrel from them, you know, those big blue water reclamation barrels that, I mean, a lot of people use them for water reclamation. You could use them for all kinds of stuff, but those big blue um, barrels. So we get those if we get it from the feed store. So, so we don't bring our own. Um, then it's. I think it's like a hundred and this year they went up. I think it's a hundred and forty, hundred and forty dollars, and that's for three hundred pounds of feed and the barrel. So, um, I don't know how that would you know work out for you, but that's just a comparison there. They're freezing. Yeah, y'all got all kinds of cold, funky stuff. We've got rain. It came in, but. See, I was thinking about the pillows with the feathers. Um, cause I want to be able to use the feathers to stop my heat wasting. Uh, when I first did it, I didn't, but then, you know, it's just wasteful. So I don't know. All right, guys. Um, it's been great chatting with you guys and seeing y'all, but I'm going to go ahead and pray because the husband's going to be here soon and the dogs are going to be barky barky. If you are not driving, buy your heads and close your eyes and we'll pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to, to gather together, even though I was late and because I was late, everybody else was late. But I still thank you, Father. Uh, it was wonderful fellowship and wonderful um, conversation here this morning. And I just thank you for that. It's such a blessing, Father. This family that you've brought together and these friends, um, it's just been wonderful to have as a constant reminder whenever one of us may feel down or whatever to to have this group in particular who will constantly check on you and and see how you're doing then it's just beautiful and wonderful and new but wonderful father for those that are in texas as they go through a uh, texas and arkansas and ohio and louisiana as they go through all of the bad weather these these ice storms and stuff i've just prayed for their protection and to keep them safe many of them aren't used to driving in this and the roads are bad so just keep them safe father for all of those that are lost and lonely um help remind them that that if they seek you they're not alone because with christ we're we're never alone 
Father, for all the blessings that you've given us, we, we just thank you and, and we pour out our love to you. And just like Isaiah said, here I am, Lord, send us, send us to do this work and, and to help like, bring glory to your name and help bring people closer to Jesus in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. Well, like I said, husband has a, uh, he just walked in and surprisingly the dogs were, they're still being good. They, they know they were bad. So they're like, Arr! thank you so much for the love and the flowers, darling. I appreciate that. Um, I pray everybody has a wonderful blessed day and y'all just be safe if you're in the way of these storms and Ryan says hello. hello. I don't know if you heard him, but he said hello. I love you guys, and I pray everyone just has a beautiful, blessed day, and I hope to see you tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Nickbacks. God bless you all.